You're listening to Cannabis Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. By the time he was five years old, Jaden David had taken a total of 25,000 pharmaceutical pills to help with his seizures. But nothing gave him his life back until he started taking cannabis. And joining us from California to tell Jaden's story is his father, Jason David. Jason, I realize you're busy and it's very good of you to do this. Thanks very much. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate that. We wanted to do this interview with you in order for you to tell the story of your son, but also to give hope to others who may be in similar circumstances that you faced. Give us some perspective on how bad the seizures were with Jaden. Uh, we can start from the beginning. Jaden actually was perfectly born healthy. Uh, first day he got vaccinated, next day he started having seizures. Um, he was having uh, myclonic seizures up to um, a thousand a day. He was having grand mal seizures for an hour, hour and a half. Um, a lot of people say they, they get shocked when I say a thousand seizures. Uh, it's a thousand myclonic seizures, so he's twitching a thousand times a day, maybe more sometimes. Uh, he's having head drops, so they were really, really severe. We had tried fifteen different antipsychotics, three different epileptologists, and um, no one could answer any questions. Um, we were diagnosed with Dravet syndrome. Um, but uh, Dravet syndrome is I, it's more like drug syndrome because they drug you. Uh, they've never te- they've never done uh, any studies on kids with Dravet syndrome without the pharmaceuticals. They've only done tests with kids on pharmaceuticals, so we don't really know what Dravet syndrome really is because the side effects from the medications are the same thing as Dravet syndrome. So uh, the first day I ever gave Jaden cannabis was the first day he ever went seizure free after four and a half years. So we had tried fifteen different antipsychotics. Uh, anti-epileptic pills and uh, 15 different name brands. And um, I gave my son 300 Valium shots rectally. I've given him nasal sprays of Valium, trying to stop his seizures. He's been in the ambulance around 44, 45 times um, before cannabis. Since cannabis, uh, five years, five and a half years now, he hasn't been in the ambulance since. Uh, we weaned him down from 22 pills a day, and we're down to nine-tenths of one pill. Uh, it's been a process, so it's not easy. There's ups and downs, and you just have to have faith and believe that, you know, you're doing the right thing and uh, never lose faith and hope. And, you know, it gets worse before it gets better. I always tell people, uh, you go through hell before you get to heaven. Uh, it just takes time. And you're not just uh, repairing the epilepsy. You're also repairing the drug addiction. Or de- I don't like to say drug addiction. I say drug dependence. Right now, where we're at right now is the best days of our lives. Jaden is not seizure-free, but his seizures are down 90%. Uh, he's happy. We get to go out and do things. He's not in a zombie anymore. He's a child. He's living instead of dying. How often does he seize now? He used to have hour-and-a-half-long seizures up to three times a day. He has one seizure every once or every other week. If, they, if he does have them, they're literally around 30 seconds to a minute. He falls asleep, wakes back up, and his rest of the days are back to normal again. That's fantastic. Now, you got cannabis, but I understand you didn't try it for two weeks. Why? Uh, because everyone around me was scaring me at first. Uh, they were telling me, you know, you're going to kill your son. 
you're insane, uh, you know, just just using the same muscular tactics. And I looked at my son after two weeks, and I was like, you know, he's going to die anyways. These, all these drugs are killing him. And, and, you know, I've been using cannabis since I was younger. I, I, I use it. I don't abuse it. And what it's done for me, it's, it's helped me out mentally, physically. I'm perfectly fine and healthy. I've held a job my whole life since I was 16. I'm 40 now. I've never, I've never, it's never held me back. It's always had benefits for me because I knew how to use it. So I was like, you know, why not try it? I mean, he's sitting here dying in front of my face. So I went, everyone has their own face. I'm not going to push my face on anyone. But I, I, I went to church and I asked God, to, you know, please help out my son. But, you know, give my son, you know, show me a sign. Show me a sign I'm doing something right. So the first day I gave it to him, I went to church. I got home. I gave it to him. And I remember my mom going crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're insane. Everyone thinks you're crazy. And I was like, let everyone think I'm crazy. I, I mean, I'm getting them. It's like going to a mechanic with you. You know, your kids, your kids kind of like a car. You go to a mechanic. Every time you go to a mechanic, he might screw up your car. And then you look at it and you're like, okay, why do I keep going to the same mechanic? It's time to change my mechanic. So I change. I, I said, you know what? It's time to change. And I, my gut feeling was saying, try it. So I give it to him. And the first day I give it to him, I called my mom that night. I remember crying on the phone saying, mom, you won't believe it. Uh, James first day without a seizure. He never, he didn't have a seizure today. I mean, he literally had a seizure every day for four and a half years. So after I gave it to him that day, it was the most, probably the most, one of the most beautiful days of my whole entire life. I got to see my son just be a kid. How did so, he, um, Jason, how did Jaden react after you gave him the cannabis and he didn't have the seizures? What was he like? What was he like? His eyes opened up. He was alert. He seemed happy. He seemed happy. And, um, the first time I ever seen him smile like that, he was, tr- he was trying to hum and things were getting, um, things were getting, that day was just a beautiful day. I actually, I, I wanted to test, I wanted to test how it was really working. So Jaden had this problem was when he, when he had sudden temperature change, he started having seizures. So what I did was I took him outside in front of the, in front of the house and I put him in a, uh, I put him in a swimming pool in, in really warm weather. And what happened was he, he started swimming outside in my front yard. And it was 100 degrees outside. The water was really cold, and it didn't cause him any problems. He didn't have any seizures at all, no seizure activity. And he was playing like a child, and he got to live life and be happy. Right away, I started seeing huge results. So for me, that's, that's how it worked. I was very fortunate. I felt like um, my faith and hope uh, showed me what the right direction was, to, which way to go. You know, listening to you tell this story, uh, I just sense that once you gave him the cannabis, uh, the fog seemed to lift from your son, and he broke through and, and became a normal child. Absolutely. It was it was the first day I ever seen my son start really making eye contact with me. Um, it's, 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 it's so much more in the last five years where we're at. It's not just the cannabis helping. It's just like you're giving cannabis as a positive thing. You're giving all these pharmaceuticals that are a negative thing, and they all have interactions with each other. At the same time, what's happening is is I'm giving them positive stuff and giving them negative stuff. But the more I wean off the negative stuff, the better my son gets. So what happens is you can use cannabis and see good results, but at the same time, you, you have to get rid of that the poison. And it takes a long time because you can't just – just wean off instantly. And what I see a lot of parents seeing a lot of problems is they start weaning their kids off. They start, kids, kids start having more seizures. Well, it's not because they need it. It's not because they, it's their epilepsy. What's happening is they're going through withdrawals. And once they're going through withdrawals, it, it, the withdrawals go away. It just takes time for the body to readjust because the body's been dependent. So every time I take Jaden off medications, he would, I would see a different thing positive in his life.
So I took him off first thing. So Jaden was on 22 pills a day, different, four different antipsychotics. I took him off steropentol. He stopped screaming and crying. I, it took me, it took me about two months for that. I took him off, uh, Depakote. It took me about a year to get him off that. Um, he was on 750 milligrams. It's not unheard of for a child, but, uh, it's okay. They, they're drug, they, I, I shouldn't have listened to the doctors, but, you know, um, I still did, but, um, I took him off 750 milligrams. That took me about a year. But after I took him off Depakote, he started comprehending. I took him off Topamax. He was on 10 pills a day, 250 milligrams. Like, that could put down a horse, let alone a baby, two-year-old, three-year-old, you know? And uh, I I weaned him off that. That took me about another year. And um, every time I took off a pill, he goes through withdrawals for about six weeks. I give him about a two-week break after that and take off another pill. And every time I see something different, he started, he got out of a wheelchair, he's running and playing, he's functioning right now, he's comprehending, he's trying to talk. Uh, I always tell people life isn't perfect, but it's one million times, literally one million times better than it's ever been before. Now I have my own, uh, we have our own product and dispensary, and last week we had a patient come in here, and he was 12 years old, he looked just like Jaden, and I couldn't stop crying for about 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, the mom broke my heart and the kid broke my heart. I saw him in a wheelchair and he looked just like Jaden. He was over medicated, drooling. His eyes were fluttering. He couldn't stop fluttering. He was twitching. And I just, when I looked at the kid, I saw Jaden if I didn't take him off pharmaceuticals. I saw Jaden if I didn't put him on cannabis. And I realized to myself, I am so thankful that I never gave up, even through the hard times. And even times when I thought to myself, am I doing the right thing? You know, it's the best days of our lives, and I, and I can't. And I'm so thankful. I mean, I enjoy every moment. Every moment is like winning the lottery to me. That I get to enjoy my son. Jason, I listened to an interview that you did uh, once, and you said prior to trying cannabis, you went through a period of a month or two where neither you nor your son were sleeping because of the seizures. And uh, Corey and I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with a woman from Vancouver who had a child who was seizing as well. And the doctor told her that he has never met a parent of a child with epilepsy and suffering the seizures like her and like you who does not suffer from PTSD. Do you think you suffer from PTSD? Me as as a, as a parent? Yes. Yes, I'm sure I do. But you know what? Like I told you, everyone has their own way of healing. My way of healing is, is my first way of healing is having faith and hope. And I'm not going to put, like I keep on telling everyone, I'm not going to push that on anyone. But that's my number one thing. There's no better anxiety pill than, than having faith and hope that, that, that things are going to get better and staying positive. Because once you bring negative into your into your life, you can bring negative into your life for five minutes. You can bring negative into your life for five hours or five years. You, it's, a, it's a decision that you're going to make. All right. And start looking at the, at, at what's so positive in your life and start focusing on that. And you know, when you, when you focus and you bring that positive, see, one of my biggest problems, so I deal with thousands and thousands of families and children from around the world now. I'm not sure if you know the full story. You know, we were the first people to ever be on national television to give medical marijuana to a child, let alone epilepsy. You know, we taught Charlotte's mom in Colorado. We taught, we taught, um, all these different people all over the country about cannabis. And, and what we, what I see the biggest problem is, we let depression come in. We all have depression because we, cause we all had high expectations for our children, right? But what I see as a whole thing is, is that if we don't bring the positive energy to our family, and which is energy on this earth, if you don't bring that positive energy, your kid's not going to get better. Your family's not going to get better because when your child is sick, the whole family is sick, okay? And people can't eat good. We can't sleep good. We're stressed out of our lives. We lose friends. We're worried. Is our child going to make it tomorrow? Is he going to make it today? 
you know, and then you feel as a parent, you know, am I doing the right thing? Because every time you're trying something, the doctor says your kid's getting worse. You see what I'm saying? And at the same time, at the same time, it's like, is it, what, am, I, am I making the right decisions? Um, and not just that your kid's looking at you like, mommy, daddy, help me. And, and you feel, you feel like you, you, you're helpless and you're the, the only, you're the only person or the only thing on earth that this child is depending on to help them at the end of the day. Because we love our children. I have a saying is the best MD for your child is mom and dad. Because you know why we love our kids. They're not a, they're not a dollar sign to us. What they are is our life. They're a gift. And what we have to do is, is, is use this gift and, and help this gift get better, you know? There is PTSD, but it's a decision that a person has to make. I've, I've been through depression, and, and what helped me get through my depression is having faith, and that's the first thing. The second thing is, of course, cannabis. That's one piece of the puzzle. But our children and, and us as family members, we're a picture that's a broken picture, like the broken pieces of puzzles. And what you have to do is you have to put each piece of the puzzle back together to get as much back of your picture. Jason, when you started uh, your son on cannabis oil, uh, you said that uh, you you used the first bottle and you got a, you got the second bottle, but it didn't work. What happened? Uh, the, so what happened? It wasn't the first bottle. I had it for four months. I bought a big supply the first time. So that when I was doing it, no one. So the reason why now that people know about ratios and know about testing and know about CBD, I'll, I'm I'm the one that did all the research. I'm the one to figure this out four years ago, five, six years ago. Because when I was doing it, there was no, there was no, I was going to the world's biggest medical marijuana facility back then. There was no testing being done at all. Now they had a bottle that says CBD and I bought it because it said CBD because I didn't know anything about it at that time. So I gave it to Jaden for four months and it worked great. After that batch was done, I went and got the same company's product that said same high CBD and I gave it to Jaden. It wasn't working. But what I started looking at was I started looking at the bottle and I started looking at the clarity of the medicine. I started looking at the taste of it. I started realizing that something's wrong. So I went and I started getting everything tested. And I said, I asked, uh, Harborside, uh, the owners of Harborside, Andrew and, um, Steve, I said, what do you guys recommend? So I started going to Steve Hill Labs. I started getting everything tested all the time. Every flower I got, every oil I got, and and it, it, I started figuring out it's a ratio. So when I tested that other bottle, you won't believe it. There was no CBD in it. They didn't extract it as good as they did the first time. So I figured out there's always – so in the beginning, there was a lot of issues six years ago. No one was extracting right. No one can maintain the same ratios. No one can maintain the same, the same high CBD when they're growing. So what I did was I grabbed 10 I – had, I had clones, and I gave them out to 10 different growers. Cause, and then what I found out is it's not the strain. It's the grower. If, he, if, the, if the grower doesn't grow good, because everyone has a different way of growing, all right? So everyone always t- talks about strains, strains, strains. Well, a strain could be great. Give the same strain to 10 different people. Let's see what comes out. Because one person's going to love their plants, one person's not going to take care of their plants, and one person's going to water them in two days, one person's going to water them in five days. It's just everything is so different, you know, different nutrients. So that changes a lot of ratios And when you stress the plant. So what we realize now is everything needs to be tested because you never know during that grow what can happen. It's Mother Nature. Interesting. So Very interesting. Yeah. This is an incredibly moving story. When you were talking about Jaden, I was just about crying listening to this. This is just incredible. Thank you, thank you. I'm just, you know what? I've been blessed, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to help out as many people as I can. What I do now is, is you know, I feel like I've been given the strength. You know, I, I felt like you know everyone has a past. You know, when I was younger, I was, I was, you know, everyone goes through stuff in life and stuff like that. But I realized why God put me on Earth now. And I feel like He put me on the Earth to do this to fight for what's right to fight for what we believe in, 
And not just that is, you know, I, these are the best days of my life with my son. And what I'm trying to do is help out others to have better days with their families and lives because there is hope. Once, once you lose hope and faith, you lose everything. And that's the biggest problem we see in our, where, where I work at, at our clinic is like, we have support groups here every, every month we have one to two support groups. We have like last week we had a cancer support group. Next week, this weekend we have a PTSD support group for our, for our veterans. And I have uh, epilepsy support groups, autism support groups, vaccine poisoning support groups here. So we can educate people and work together as a community to talk and see what's really happening. Not someone prescribing us a drug and saying, hey, this is what we need. But if we don't go out and do our own research and talk to others that are living the same thing, we're not going to find out the truth. Because their, their research is about selling a product, this, this FDA-approved this chemical, they throw it out there and they're just trying to get you to buy it. Well, everyone's taking it. But no one's seeing results. I want to see results. I want to see the proof. Mm-hmm. I have a doctor that came in my office two months ago. He came in. He has a, he has a 17-year-old that has epilepsy and autism. He had a very big ego. He sat down in my office, scheduled an appointment. We sat and talked for one hour, him and his wife. I asked him, I said, why are you here? He said, because my son's 17 years old. He's beating up my wife. He's having seizures. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't eat. He doesn't poop. He's very aggressive. And I said, okay. So I told him everything. I, showed, I told him, I educated him about cannabis. And he goes to me, everything you're saying is antidotal. And I said, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, he goes and he's like laughing at me at first because he's like, like, he couldn't believe he's sitting there listening to me, just some dad that uses cannabis compared to him as a doctor that has an education, right? Mm-hmm. But I sat there and I asked him one question at the end because he still wasn't, he still, he felt like I was just like, it was, it was too good to be true. So his wife is behind him and she's like, every time I'm kind of putting him in his place, she, she's giving me a thumbs up. Like, thank you for like, every time he's asking me a question, I'm, I have a great answer for him. So she's happy. So I asked him one thing. I said, doc, I said, no, no disrespect. I understand you're very educated. This is the way you're trained. I have one question for you. I, Cause every time I ask, say something, you're like, it's antidotal. It's antidotal. It's antidotal. It's antidotal. Well, you know what? I have a question for you. Those medications you give your kid, because what pharmaceuticals he on? And he told me he's on Depakote, he's on Topamax, and he's on Phenobarbital. And I said, those, they did studies on those, didn't they? He goes, yeah. They're FDA approved, right? He goes, yeah. I said, well, all those, with all the studies and everything, how's your son doing? And he goes, okay, I'm going to get a medical marijuana card. He didn't know what to say after that. <laughs> my, my answer, I'm being honest with you. And I think about it. If yeah. We don't use common sense. We don't open our eyes. What we do is we just, we, we listen and we just, we think that whatever anyone tells us, we believe. Open your eyes. Do your research with yourself. Prove it. Prove it. You have to prove it. Don't believe the research that's out there. I, so I don't believe it anymore because it's so biased. If it's so true, then why, why wasn't anyone getting better from all these pills? Why is there lawsuits? Why are people dying? A quarter million people die here from pharmaceuticals, and no one says a word about that. 5,000 years, no one died from cannabis. Look in front of you. Everyone has used cannabis. Willie Nelson's still alive. Snoop Doggy Dogg's still alive. Um, uh, w- um, Chi Chin Chong's still alive. The people who use pills. Anna Nicole Smith, dead. Heath Ledger, dead. Uh, Michael Jackson, dead. Elvis, dead. Name them. Let's keep on going. We can go for days. And if they use the pills for two years, they're dead. People using cannabis for 50 years are still alive. But we're not realizing because someone tells us cannabis is bad for us. I know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it was a great comeback. So, great comeback you had with the doctor. <laughs> it was fantastic. So listen to what the doctor did. The doctor goes out. Yeah. He goes out, and he gets a medical marijuana card for his son. Comes back in here. Comes back in here, picks up the cannabis. Comes back in two weeks later to buy a second batch. When I see him, I walk up to him. I'm like, hey, doc, how's it going? He goes, you know what? He goes, you're right. Antidotal is way better than science. I said, what do you mean by that? He goes, it was the best week of my son's life. He hasn't beat up my wife again. He comes up to me now. I swear to you, this is the honest truth. My son comes up to me now and gives me a bottle of Jaden juice and sign languages to me. Give me the, give me the oil. Wow. And this is a doctor telling me this. 
So, Jason, tell us about Jaden's Juice. Tell us how uh, how that came came to be. Well, what happened was I was the first time. Like, it was been. It's been. If I I could sit here for hours and tell you, it's, it's a pretty hard story. It really uh, drains me mentally and physically when I talk about it because I had so many people do me wrong, and that's why we made our own Jaden juices because we had people stealing medicine from us. Uh, I'd go get buy flour. I remember buying a pound of uh, half a pound of wheat from a dispensary in Santa Barbara for twenty nine hundred dollars. <laughs> half a pound Ooh. and um and getting it tested and um and and paying for the testing and everything and i went and took it to the guy to make it he actually has a company now he's pretty famous it's called alta california uh and uh he used us he took advantage of my name i got him on the front page of la times and after i got him on the front page of la times uh first day uh first time uh, that day he called me and said i'm not making your medicine anymore so left me hanging but with Jaden. um so i had i was sitting at a restaurant one day uh, in my city and some guy walks up to me and he's like, Hey man, I'm not trying to be starstruck or anything, but you're the guy from weed wars. And I said, yes. He goes, he goes, well, I want to, he goes, I want to talk to you because I've been really researching cannabis and oils and stuff. I think I could help out your son. So I said, Oh really? We started talking. We, uh, went to, we went to lunch a few times. I, I got him the plan. I got him, uh, got him some plant, plant material. He started making it for me, trial and airing. And he was consistent. He was not just consistent, but, um, but also uh, the highest milligrams during extraction. He loved my son from right when he saw him and loved me right away, and, and we became friends. And he's, he's, he's a person helping me with Jaden Juice now. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's really But good. it's a long story in between what I've been through. If I told you he's not the only one, I went through hard times with making the Jaden Juice and getting stuff done, but um, these have been, it's been a rough, rough road to where we got you know, and um, Jaden Juice is not a hemp product. It's all it's, it's a full medical marijuana cannabis plant. We don't believe in. I really don't see hemp working. Uh, there's a lot of terpenes and cannabinoids that the plant that you need to get from the plant. It's very synergistic, so it works amazing. And one of the biggest problems I see that I see out there right now, there's a lot of uh, support groups and stuff all talking about hemp and not just hemp, but there's only one. And I always tell people, Jaden Juice might. We were we were seeing about eighty to eighty five percent percent success. I'd say the 15% that aren't seeing success are the ones that are over-medicated or the ones that don't trial and error. Because if you don't trial and error, you're not going to find out what works and what doesn't. So everybody's body is different. Everyone has a different um, system. Everyone has a different endocannabinoid system, let alone that too. But also everyone has different diets, different diagnosis. So everyone's different. You have to trial and error and play. So we can get the same flour and extract it with five different extraction methods. We could take it and put it in five different bases and guess what? Everyone will work differently with the same flour, same ratio, same everything. So what it tells you is everybody's body is different. So you could take coconut oil with the same plant material and take an MCT oil, and it'll work different for the same person. So it's not just the, the cannabinoids. It's not just CBD. It's not just THC. There's so much more to it. The extraction, the base, you know, it's also the terpenes, the cannabinoids, and everything. It's not, not just... CBD, THC, milligrams, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much more to it that we haven't even touched base on yet. So You have said that uh, Jason, uh, Jaden's uh, seizures were worse on hemp oil rather than cannabis oil. Yes. The first time I, I so I taught Charlotte's mom, Charlotte's mom came out to California. They got us the C, their CBD. I tried it on Jaden. It was the worst, worst it's ever had. He had nine grandma seizures, or he had nine brain zaps in one night from it. Um, I've never had him seen him do that before. It went, he went straight downhill from it. Uh, so what we did was we um, we went back to Jaden's juice. We added a little more THC. Jaden needs just a little bit more THC. He doesn't need hemp because it's, it's a synergistic effect. If you give too much of anything, it's bad. 
like if you take too much CBD, I, I, I've done it before, and it, it does affect the THC. Does your heart does start pounding a little bit, and it does do different stuff. But not just that. Uh, CBD goes to the same liver channel as a benzo. James on a benzo, so it's a CY450. And what happens is it increases the benzo. So what I noticed, too, is right when I gave him the shots, Webb, James started drooling more. He started getting more aggressive, biting. And the reason why is because enhancing the benzo effect. Because when CBD and benzos, um, they go to the same liver channel, so it, it, it reacts to that and it makes it more aggressive. So right away, I, I could tell what happens. And I know how to read my son because I've done, I've sat there with Jaden by myself for years trying to get him better. So I t- took notes. I, I, I sit there and pay attention to him. I'm not just someone that says, here, give it to your kid and just give up. I, I focus on my son because I want to get him better. People say they want to get their kids better. It's not you just give this stuff and sit them in the corner and not pay attention. No, you start jotting down notes. You start trying to find out everything you can to figure out what's going on. So with us, it didn't work. But it actually caused an adverse reaction. It's not just Jaden. There's a bunch of people that are seeing that. So everybody's body is different. So at our dispensary and at our, at our clinic, we don't we don't just sell Jaden juice here. We have hundreds of different products. Uh, we have nasal sprays. We have suppositories. We have every. You won't believe all the things we have. But the reason why is because I give Jaden everything. I give Jaden THC sometimes, THCA, CBD. I give him edibles sometimes, and I microdose. It's it's about dosing. It's about science. And you start at a small dose and you move up slowly. So I try everything, and we're gonna do whatever it takes. To, I mean, if it's not, something's not working or he's having a bad day with something, and try something else. There's no other safer medicine in the world than cannabis. Jason, what has been the biggest obstacle you've faced in this journey to give your son a normal life? There's been a lot of them. I don't know where you want me to start out with that. Uh, First thing is doctors. Uh, It's not just my – doctors was was hard in the beginning. Um, Not just that. People thought I was crazy because when I did it, there there was nobody doing it when I did it. Mm-hmm. I've had CPS come to my house. I've had cops come to my house. I've had um, I've had uh, say people saying I was a child abuser and all that. Where were all these cops and CPS and everyone else that said I was a child abuser when my son was in the ambulance 45 times? Why don't we get the doctor audited that gave my son 22 pills a day? Why don't we get the, get the people auditing because if he's in the ambulance 45 times, isn't that child abuse? There's something wrong with a kid in the ambulance 45 times. And the reason why he's in the ambulance 45 times is because of the stuff they gave my son. So why isn't that happening to those people? Yeah, no. uh, my son's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, one of the very moving statements I heard you say about your son is that your goal is to have him one day say, "I love you." Has he said that yet? He's trying. He's trying. Let me tell you something. He has said it, not by his mouth, but his actions. My son, I know, is, is not just in love with me. He's my best friend. He's he, he's my he's the one that made me the man I am today. I I can't teach him nothing. He teaches me everything. And my son every day, like just going to sleep with him at night, knowing that we're going to have a good night, and I don't have to worry about him seizing and screaming and crying in pain. He's happy, and he's smiling and hugging me and loving me every night. And and even when we go places, he hugs and kisses everyone. He's 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 There's something special about him. He carries carries something different with him. There's something special. He's something special on this earth. Everywhere we go, he hugs and kisses everyone. You know, here at the store, uh, at, at the at the at the clinic, we, he see, last time he saw someone in a wheelchair. He doesn't know. Jaden doesn't comp- doesn't know these things. He walks up to him and kisses them. He's seen a family come in with a sick baby. He walked up and while well, the mom was holding the baby, he came and kissed the baby on the head. Like, how does he know these things? Like, he doesn't know. But there's something different, and I just I. I really feel like I've been giving them one of the most big, biggest gifts on earth. 
And um, and I feel him say, I love you every day. I just can't hear it. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's very, very touching. That was that was very good. It was a pleasure to talk to you. I think the the work that you're doing is absolutely phenomenal, and you're you. you're just a superb father. And I think anyone who's listening who had trouble with their parents, and uh, I I think that you are an example of what every parent should be. You're just you're incredible. Thank you, buddy. Thank, thank, thank you. you very I, much. I had amazing. I had an amazing family too. So I had an amazing father, and he taught me the right way. But uh, after he taught me, he taught me so much, and then Jaden taught me the rest. Jason, it was a wonderful to talk to you. I appreciate your time. I thank realize you. you're thank a, you for giving us the opportunity. You're thank a, you. you're you're a busy guy. Thank you so much, Jason. Much appreciated. What a wonderful story. Wherever you are in the world, thanks very much for listening. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to PodConnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.